Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm just really excited. We're publishing a special edition. We almost never do this, but this really warrants it. I'm really, really, really excited to talk with you and our guests today about the Ignite X COVID-19 Response Accelerator sponsored by our friends at Black & Veatch. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce them. With us today, we've got Sarah Rule, who's the director of the IgniteX Accelerator, and Brian Pletka, the VP of Innovation and Strategy with Black & Veatch. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. How are you today? (laughs) I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited to to get this news out in the public and even even more so than what we've already done. So, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put you on the spot here. Do you want to give us a... uh, Let's just dive right into what is the IgniteX COVID-19 Response Accelerator by Black & Veatch? Great. Uh, yeah, and thank you for having us today. It's really uh, great to be with you and your audience to talk about um, really one of the most important things we can talk about, which is how people can help um, with the coronavirus and COVID-19 response. So uh, at Black & Veatch, uh, we did an accelerator program last year around clean tech, and we were planning to do one again this year when all this erupted. And we thought, well, you know, what resources do we have that can help um, you know, people fight the virus, can help communities cope with the impacts and help sort of strengthen our economy and communities to be more resilient for these sorts of things going forward. Um, and we didn't really, we don't really know yet how we can help. I mean, we've just launched, but uh, sort of the the response has been really tremendous. And we're trying to figure out ways that we can match our capabilities and experience with sort of emerging uh, new technologies, new companies, new ideas uh, in ways that can be really impactful and uh, most importantly, be quick. Um, so it's got some different features from the program we did last year, uh, a bit of an experiment for us, but um, we think there's some ways that we can be helpful and we're starting to see some promising traction on that already. Do you, do you have some applicants already that you could talk about, like some of the different ideas? Yeah, uh, I think, Sarah, we have something like 60 applicants. Um, yep, 59. Wow. Yep, 59 yeah. as of this morning. So let's back up just a second and let's talk about what you're doing here. So you're, you're issuing grants and grants are a non-dilutive financial aid to startups. And once again, for those of you listening, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're in Kansas City, if you're in California, if you're in Asia, wherever you are, you need to apply. And do you guys mind if I tell everyone where they can do that? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Well, and and there are several places, but first off, the Black & Veatch website. So Black & Veatch is a Kansas City company. They've been here. I, I'm Kansas City native. They've been here forever. I feel like Black & Veatch is like part of Kansas City. That's bv.com. If you want to go ahead and go straight to where you can apply, you can go to bvignite.com. 
and fill out an application, I checked it out. It is not going to take you long to fill it out. So take the time and go fill that out. Once again, bvignite.com. If you want to learn more about Black & Veatch, the sponsor company for this, you can go to bv.com. It tells you how long they've been around if they have bv.com. Huh, Matt? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Two-letter domain name. Yeah. (laughs) So... So Sarah, can you give us a little more background about maybe some of the companies or the what IgniteX has done in the past? And by the way, we participated with uh, with Black and VH at the Clean Tech Accelerator last year and got to know some of the companies that you've worked with and even visited some of them when we were out in uh, in California last year and had them on the podcast. So we're very impressed with what you've done with the past cohorts with the help of Launch KC and looking forward to what you what you have to say about this one. Yeah, that's awesome. Which companies were you able to have on the podcast? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. We had most of them, the Novo Nutrients, uh, uh, Electrify, uh, PJ Piper. I can't remember that. Drone oh, Tech. Aware. Yeah, a whole aware lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a whole cool. bunch of them. I think we had most of them from Clean Tech, but yeah, that was yeah, a, so- a, neat, a neat group of companies. Yeah. So last year we launched our program um, for the first year to work with various startups in the clean tech um, arena. And so we had um, advanced transportation as a theme. We had um, distributed generation. We had um, an autonomous construction company built robotics. So really covering a full um, full group of companies kind of across the um, realm of various clean tech areas. One of the companies we worked with was Novo Nutrients. Um, which was really great um, in our um, food, the food area. And one of the cool things I think we found from working with these companies is just um, the spectrum of different solutions they offer. So, you know, Novo Nutrients um, worked really well with our next gen ag group inside of Black and Beach and helped them um, develop some solutions um, for their products and the different things that they're bringing to market and really scaling that up. And then we also had companies like built robotics that were, um, you know, um, autonomous construction. So really thinking through that with solar, we've already been able to do some pilot projects. Um, And then EcoSpears, um, which is environmental remediation, which was able to pair well with our federal group. So we had a lot of different opportunities in there, really crossing kind of a full spectrum um, and just getting those solutions um, deployed rapidly and um, to market, giving these startups an opportunity to work with us and also learning a ton um, inside of Black & Beach from these startups, the speed they work, um, their agility, the different solutions they offer and how that applies to our business. So yeah, we're very, we we're very excited. We had a great experience and we definitely um, wanted to do it again. And we're kind of excited to see this year um, how we could apply it. And as we got ready to scale up for that program, which we were initially kind of thinking a similar, um, similar range in the clean tech um, sphere, we decided to do a quick pivot because of these emerging needs. So I think the, 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 the big question that the listeners are going to have is how much money are you giving away? Yeah, so we're doing um, a minimum of 250000 in grants and in-kind services. Um, so a lot of that is going to vary greatly on the company. Um, this year, one of the differences from last year is that we're doing a rolling application process. So we're shooting to get back with all of the companies that apply within 24 to 48 hours um, of the Love time that. the application comes in, um, just so we can really scale up these solutions as quickly as possible. You know, last year we had about a two-month kind of application timeframe, April through May, and then we were able to um, go through and 
do a little bit more of a formal kind of process with some different deadlines. But this year, because of the urgency of this need um, and the importance it really is um, to do what's best for our communities and for the economy and for individuals' lives, we've decided to speed things up. So we are accepting applications on a rolling basis um, through at least mid-April, and we'll kind of see where we are. And that's kind of how we're going about um, the grant money as well as the um, in-kind services too. So if you get accepted into the program, we'll work on identifying what your needs are, what our needs are within Black and Beach and how we can best partner and make that possible. So for those of you listening, go to bvignite.com. If you want to apply to be considered for the grant money, once again, this is a rolling program. They're going to be handing or awarding, I should say, um, uh, recipient companies as this goes. So that means like there's not, uh, you guys could give an award later today or in three days or whenever you find the right fit. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So yeah, we encourage you to apply and um, we've made the application very simple and short for that reason is because we know there's a lot going on um, and a lot of opportunities for you all as companies out there. And so we want to make sure that you, um, feel like this is something that you can do and apply and look into on a, in a quick basis. And then we'll do our best to follow up quickly as well. You're a good fit. So Ryan, you're out in California right now. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. In the Bay area. How's that? That's, that's been on total lockdown for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I, uh, I was counting last night, I, 20 days now for me with the only leaving the house to go to the grocery store. Um, so, and even that feels like precarious, right? Um, so yeah, it's very quiet here and, um, it, you know, it's hard to get a sense for actually what's going on because you don't go out. So I've been like looking at the same view out my window for 20 straight days, pretty much. So it's, it is certainly surreal, but I feel a little bit lucky here in the Bay Area. Uh, hopefully, we've actually turned the curve or flattened the curve or whatever the right term is. But it's, um, you know, my heart goes out to other regions of the world, particularly New York, because um, we don't seem to be quite um, having the the full brunt of the, the virus yet, thankfully. Um, Matt, what is your uh, what what kind of uh, companies do you think are a good fit for a rapid response to COVID nineteen? Me, I kind of feel like what we need is is stuff that helps track people and their symptoms, who to quarantine, where people are, self diagnosis, like all that sort of stuff. Um, seems like an untapped part of this. I think places like South Korea and China really utilized. I think that's part of it. Yeah, and, those, those, and we're now, definitely interested in those yep. sorts of things. And then for us, uh, I think it's like an example of that would be, uh, so we you know, we have about 10,000, 12,000 people worldwide. Uh, a lot of us are able to work from home, but we still have a lot of construction happening out in the field and the areas that are deemed critical infrastructure. Um, so we're not, we're not necessarily on the front lines of the medical, but we have people who are out on job sites working who are potentially exposed. And so, are there some um, are there some new technologies that we can deploy on the construction sites to help keep our people safe to help do that symptom checking? You know, can we pilot things within our own operations really fast and uh, do that symptom checking and other sorts of tests within our own workforce? 
and then help take it to market, you know, for broader applications. Those those are the sorts of things that we, you know, kind of would match with our kind of unique situation. Sarah, what's your input on the type of companies that you think would be a good fit for the accelerator? Yeah, I think those are some good thoughts. Um, I think there's, you know, a variety of different things kind of around our core um, services we have at Black and Beach, water, um, wastewater, um, power, thinking through the construction piece, site safety. Um, I think, I think we're, we definitely are curious to see what's out there. Um, we have a network of Black and Beach professionals, some that we worked with last year in our program, and then some new ones that we're communicating with on a regular basis. So as we get different teams in, we're really looking to see how they can match and kind of have an owner within one of our business units. And so I think that's a really important key piece. Um, But we also have partners that we're working with on this program too. And as we see companies that come in that um, maybe are really great opportunities and we see a lot of potential, um, but maybe Black and Beach isn't you know, the best fit to take that company to the next step the fastest. Um, we also are willing um, and able to reach out to some of our partners that we've identified. So once again, if you're listening and you want to apply for any of the grant to potentially be awarded grant money from the IgniteX COVID-19 Response Accelerator, you can go to bvignite.com. And once again, if you want to learn more about the parent company that's sponsoring that, you can go to bv.com. You know, Black & Veatch is an engineering firm. Uh, at least that's how it was started. But some of the things that the company is doing with startups and stuff like this fall outside of the, quote, engineering realm. Is this a, is this something that is signaling a, a different uh, change in mentality when it comes to Black and Beach? Uh, you know, I, as I've talked to many people that have worked there, they've they've ba- basically told me they say, "Hey, we're over a hundred years old. We've had to continue to change with the times and adapt and do different stuff as we grew." I mean, is is this likely, or, or is involvement with more startups and companies like this? Um, a, a, a signaling or, or some kind of indication of, of a further branching out of what Black and Beach does going forward? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, I think, a really good example that um, we do have a ton of engineers that work for Black and Beach, so we certainly do a lot of engineering. Uh, but if you go back to our mission, it's uh, building a world of difference through sustainable infrastructure. Um, and so everything that touches that is is really um, you know, Jermaine, um, as an example, um, one of the things we've done now for 20 years is we work with the federal government to help deploy, uh, biodefense, uh, testing labs and, um, um, diagnostic centers and epidemic tracking software for country over 20 countries around the world. Uh, wow. so a lot of, a lot of people, even within our company don't know this, but we're actively running the software that's tracking uh, the outbreak of COVID and other diseases in many countries. Um, so it's like, how do we take that sort of uh, expertise that's uh, actually relative, it's been relatively narrow and, you know, not the most high profile thing at Black and Beach before, but can we take that expertise we have in that area and partner with some startups and really amplify uh, those capabilities? Um, so that's, Certainly, you don't necessarily think about engineering in that context, but I think a lot of what we're really good at is sort of problem solving and getting things to market. And there's no greater problems right now than addressing the COVID outbreak, right? So it's definitely yeah, very been, timely. 
Yeah, I've, I've always been really impressed with Black and Veatch and all the people that I've met there. The you know the people from the 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 clean tech uh, the companies that we met. I mean, the, you guys did an excellent job of you know figuring out who you wanted to do business with there. And as I got to know them a little more, I was really impressed with how I did see how that fit in to the engineering model, perhaps. But you know, it's good to it's good to know that uh, we, we we've had a we had a really great experience with all the clean tech companies, and then you know we've continued to be involved at uh, the art. So Matt and I. I own a business, uh, full scale, uh, tech services, and we've partnered with launch KC to provide a $10,000 credit to anybody that goes through their, uh, their, their cohort. So we had clean tech, uh, we had health tech and looking forward, you know, there, I, I don't know if we delayed it or not. There's supposed to be an insurance tech right around now. And, you know, things have been thrown into disarray. Now I have a list of potential types of companies that, could or should apply. And if you don't mind, I'd like to rattle off some of that list. Is that okay with you? Oh, great. Okay. So possible testing and screening technologies, emergency medical facilities, deployment of new disinfection technology, autonomous delivery networks, biotech, anything biotech, modular communication, that would be perhaps putting Wi-Fi in underserved communities, construction site or health technology, wastewater testing and disinfection, disease tracking software, as Ryan was mentioning earlier, is a very important uh, important uh, thing to look at. L- local production of critical resources, remote collaboration software and tools, helping people work and like be sustainable together, operations and continuity support for critical or essential infrastructure, distance learning and training, supply chain solutions, and rapid or modular construction technologies. That's a whole lot of stuff if you're listening. So if you are even remotely wondering if your business or your startup could possibly qualify for any of the grants that are being awarded through IgniteX, just go ahead and apply. let's talk it out. Um, I think that's probably a, when in doubt, fill it out. Is that a fair, a fair assumption with the, (laughs) with the grant form? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sarah designed it to be like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes at most. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So very short. Um, I think if you knew what you were doing and you know about your company, it won't even take that long. Um, and I did look at it cause it, you know, when it, and you know, the link we, we got, uh, Jim Malley over at, uh, launch KC and, and, and I think it's really cool that you were able to get together and plugged in with launch KC again. I really love the pivot that they took. They went from actually only doing grants to now the top level partners. So now what ignite X is grants. These are non-dilutive, uh, and, as opposed to the the clean tech where that was actual small investment in the company. So, you know, there is a little difference there. And once again, uh, the folks at, at bvignite.com, Black and & Veatch and IgniteX are looking to have a rolling application process, meaning you guys are ready to act quickly. Um, have you actually, uh, out of the $250,000 in grants, have you already, have you given any out yet? No, not yet. Um, yeah, we just publicly announced it yesterday. The website's been live since Thursday night, so like four days. So um, just yesterday, we started giving feedback to the people that came in uh, over the weekend. But um, I don't think 
it'd probably be maybe next week uh, at the earliest before money starts to flow. Uh, that said, there there are some promising companies in that that first group of sixty now that we've gotten. So we, our goal really is to, is to really accelerate that process as quickly as, as we can, which is why we try to make the application process so short. Which is why we took out the equity contribution, uh, switched to this grant in kind model, because um, we don't want to like anything to slow things down at this point. Yeah, I'd say that a negotiation about equitable anything, legal, all of that stuff aren't usually the words that I, I put right next to fast. Right. So, you know, I, I I like the, I mean, some of the things that are on here, I think it's pretty cool. It's I, I like the, the width and, you know, that you haven't just said like, hey, this is, find me new disinfection technology. You know, that would have been a, that would have been remarkably specific, um, you know, overall. I, now, is there is there a stage of is, do you want recipients of the awards to be at a particular stage in their business? Like, I know you said rapid deployment, but let's define that just a little bit. Like what what's the real sweet spot here for any company? Yeah, I think uh, the way I've been thinking about it is amplification of what they're doing. Um in, in the sense that, you know, and really to be effective, you kind of think about this as like three different phases. They're sort of responding to the current crisis, um, which could be building the temporary testing facilities like this week and next. Um, and then there's, you know, hopefully this thing diminishes, but there's a chance it comes back in the fall. Um, so that gives us a few months to prepare for that. Um, and then there's also the third phase, which would be sort of like long-term resiliency um, you know, making sure that that never happens again. Right. Um, so we'd be interested in looking at all three, um, in terms of timeframes, which would be like weeks, months and year plus. Um, but we do have a kind of, I think we haven't really talked about this, but things right now that would be helpful in, in weeks would be, uh, my, my, my preference, which is why we also made it rolling application. We took away the programming elements. Um, yeah, Sarah, that's that's I think probably aligned with your thinking too, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I think I think in this initial phase, especially as we um, look at scaling up and um, doing the most we can to fight this over the next few weeks, um, things that can that are ready to go um, that maybe just need help um, with procurement or just kind of expanding um, supply chain distribution, getting that out faster. Those are the things I think we're most excited about. Um, implementing in the next few weeks. But then I think as we kind of evaluate the applications that have come in and as we look forward um, into the end of April, May, you know, down the road, um, what we want to do with this through the rest of the year. And of course, that's all um, very up in the air, depending on how things continue to to evolve with COVID-19. But we'll be looking at um, potentially longer term solutions as well. Um, you know, if it comes back in the fall um, and other pandemics that may come up in the future, I think this isn't um, you know, it'd be great if this is this is the only time this this happens, but um, it likely will um, emerge again um, in another shape or form down the road. And how can we prepare to fight this from the beginning um, as a company and with the resources and startups in our communities? Well, I also wonder if some of the some of this will leave a lasting impact on us in regards to just kind of health and safety in general, right? To even reduce the spread of the annual influenza, right? I mean. Are, there are changes that we need to do on the workplace and American habits and globally even, right, to just make us healthier in general. 
Yeah, I, I'm actually very passionate about that. There, there are a few kind of things early on um, that I saw different um, local companies doing, even like down to the coffee shop level of how they were like kind of handling the distribution of like lids and different things in their coffee shops as far as having those behind the counter. And I told some of my roommates and friends, I was like, hey, you know, I really wish this type of thing was implemented more during flu season because I think we often, you know, I think there's a huge focus here on vulnerable populations and that's really good and really helpful. But oftentimes I think we kind of miss out on that with like the flu and we think, oh, it just kind of affects me, but it does affect um, humanity so much more broadly. And so how can we kind of implement some of these different solutions and technologies um, so they um, protect the health and human life of people um, all year long and all through different types of pandemics and diseases and um, sicknesses that come up. Well, and, and overall, there's officially at this point, there's no one on the planet that hasn't been affected on some level by COVID-19. And, and much like Sarah just said, I think that the prevention, uh, you know, it, okay, so we fix this problem. How do you keep it from happening again a different way or different stuff? So, well, first off, uh, thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for your passion and support of not only the entrepreneur community through IgniteX, but thank you for uh, uh, being involved and thank you to Black and Veatch for the rapid response. I think that uh, much like you mentioned, Sarah, we're seeing a lot of interesting pivots that are occurring and, and some of them are a bit of a wartime mentality. You look at, you know, major American uh, manufacturing p- quickly trying to get its arms around making ventilators and doing stuff like that. I think one of the things that, uh, that most people will agree is, you know, America loves to innovate. And I think anything we can do to, to do that and come together. Uh, so in the spirit of togetherness, once again, even though Black & Beach is a Kansas City company, they are worldwide. This grant program is worldwide. You can go to bvignite.com if you want to fill out your application. See how long it takes. I think it'll take you less than 10 minutes. They said 20, but I, we like to, we, I, I'm thinking if you really lean into it, you can get it done in 10. So, and, and think about, you know, well, first off, put yourself on Black and Beach's radar. Maybe you don't get the grant award. They're involved in accelerators that are funding companies that are getting involved with other people. These are the kind of people whose radar you want to be on. And that starts by going to bbignite.com and filling out that application. I have a feeling that some other people are going to jump on board and maybe keep this thing going or strengthen it. So now Sarah and uh, Sarah Rule and Ryan Pletka, once again, with the Black and Beach Company, um, in true startup hustle fashion, we end our episodes by doing what we call the Founders Freestyle. But we're going to change that today to be the Funders Freestyle. Um, and I, 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 we'll, we'll pick on Ryan first cause he's not local with us. So we'll see one of these kids is doing his own thing. Um, Ryan, what would you like to say to anybody that's seeking funding through the program or just anything at all? Um, I, it, it, as we wind down this, this special edition of startup hustle. Yeah, I think this is really all about networks and connectivity and it's like, you know, our, it's amazing to, to, um, <clears throat> I mean, part of the the issue why this spread so rapidly is our connected world, right, um, in the physical world. But I think part of the response that we're seeing that's so amazing is the connectivity through the digital world and the way that innovators around the world are sharing their medical research, what's working. Uh, and we really want to help be kind of 
that connector, whether or not it's our company or we can hand people off to some of our partners, which include people in telehealth business or uh, the research community. Uh, that connectivity and the speed at which we can bring innovation to help save people's lives. This is, this is what we're here for. So Sarah, you're up. Yeah, I, um, yeah, this has been very exciting, very exciting for me and very exciting to see, um, our company and other companies really stepping up. Um, I think there's a role that everyone has to play in fighting this, um, as citizens, um, as startups, as, um, medical organizations, as large corporations, nonprofits, um, civic academia. So I would say whatever um, role your company or you personally fall into, um, play your part, um, do your part, and, and just be on the lookout for ways you can help and get involved in the community. I think the opportunity we have um, to network and use um, technology um, and digital tools um, to fight this is incredible. So I'm excited and optimistic for the future and where we can go. Master Watson. You know, I think this is a great opportunity for some companies that were out there, you know, already doing some amazing stuff that COVID-19 is going to help accelerate them. So think about somebody who's doing autonomous delivery, right? Like that's a promising technology we need for a lot of different reasons that all of a sudden is even more important. And, you know, this is a great kind of, you know, stepping point for them to really accelerate, which will also be usually you know, uh, big industry going forward, uh, not just for this, you know, small amount of time. So. So once again, if you want to apply for the Ignite X COVID-19 response accelerator, go to bvignite.com. Now, rather than just a bunch of stuff to say, I'm going to, I have an ask for our listeners. So let's just say that your company doesn't fit this role. You might know someone that does. So I want you to share this episode. I want you to, at a minimum, share the link for bvignite.com. You can go to to blackbv.com and learn more about Black and Beach. There's a lot of ways to get this out there. But the more people that know about this grant program and option, the better off it is. So we're not going to settle for the fact that we're here recording this on a Tuesday morning and 60 applicants have come in. We We need to not flatten that curve. Let's 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 get, let's spike that and get a hell of a lot of people in there. Look, when in doubt, fill it out, and that's the whole thing. So share it with someone. You might be surprised what happens afterward. Once again, Sarah Rule and Ryan Pletka here from Black and Beach talking about the Ignite X COVID nineteen response accelerator. I know you've got a lot of stuff to do. You've got a lot of applications to go through. Thanks again for everything you're doing. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.